don't copyright this jingle, please, Final Fantasy, because we just leveled up and completed a battle. Woo! And I'm DM Seth, <laughs> and I'm here with the players, Adam. Hello. Jacob. Hello. And the Feywild Auto Slayer himself, Big Bad Darian Branch, and his player, Connor. Hello? <laughs> you you're questioning if you're supposed to be here? <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, look, man, should any of us be here? You know, if you really think about it. Ooh, Damn. getting introspective there. Very existential. Should any of us be here? What do you mean by that? Can any of us be here? Look, Jacob, you have to have, if you have to ask that question, you just don't get it. It's fine. Sounds like a lazy answer to some stupid fluff you just put out there. 100%. If you're listening to this, <laughs> are you really here? Technically, it's just a fluke that we're all here. Just happenstance. A cosmic fluke. A cosmic fluke was my title for this episode. <laughs> but uh, now I'm going to change it. Uh, but listen up, all you scrubs who are playing one-shots with like third-level characters or something. Those are babies compared to the crew now. You know what level they are? Somebody say it. Level nine. Level ten. Wait, I knew. I <laughs> no, we're nine. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry, I gotta go fix my sheet. Okay. Uh, hard cut. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and just like that, movie magic. For a second, I was like, I'm screwed. What? <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Uh, but guys, you're level nine now. Why don't you talk about that and what it feels like to be almost halfway to the mountaintop, essentially. We're almost halfway to being gods. Pretty much. What, uh, what'd you get, Jacob? In regards to what? Your level. I le- got level nine. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough XP to increase, uh, one level. Uh, I got a fifth level spell slot. Pretty much, I can do a lot of fun things now that I won't spoil for the viewers unless they looked up druid level 5 spells in which case I mean have fun (laughs) (laughs) there's some pretty broken druid level 5 spells I'm excited what about you Adam what'd you get what's what's new with the shaman world okay shamans are sweet but they don't get too much at level 9 so basically all of our proficiencies go up to plus 4 and then, like, my health went up, and then I got one extra uh, level four spell, and then I got a level five spell. So, yeah. Not bad. And not bad, not bad. Darian. Ho, ho, ho. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's not, that, not that crazy in the in the Horizon Walker world. Um, you, like, Horizon Walker, like, they give you the haste spell as, like, a part of hitting that level. Um, but then I got another third level spell. Oh yeah, third level baby! Finally broke through, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Rangers are half-assed spellcasters, so we don't really have a lot. Um, Zippy and Peterson I, are just looking down on you from their lofty places. It's like, oh, third oh, level, usually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now that his sword is broken, he's useless. I am. Like it's all downhill from here, guys. Like I don't. I got my new. I got my next character drafted up and ready to go after everything that's happened. So uh, let's uh, let's hurry up and get rid of Darian. Am I right? Thank goodness <laughs> you could steal someone else's black bow. Otherwise, you would really have nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be returning. We'll it. see. <laughs> we'll see. I hundred. Okay. All right. Can't believe you think so low of 
Darian slash me. It's easy when he goes around stealing black bows from pretty much dead corpses. Yeah. That were his teammates. <laughs> That's kind of how things work in the D&D world. You use it or it gets looted. Didn't you want to loot Gilbert too when he died? Man, no. Darian. Oh, yeah. Dark. I want to steal no, that. That's that not n- true at all. Anklet. <laughs> Look. Okay, yeah, that part is true. I did try and take that. Darian's a scum. He's no fun. Get him out of the party. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you want to just think about how different that campaign would be now if Darian hadn't tried to steal that and tried to take it honestly? We could have had so much more information what? from that anklet and said he had to ruin everything. It's okay. It's honestly well, how, how, would I, how would I be able to take it honestly? What's the honest method there? Like, Oh, guys, look, there's an anklet. Maybe we could use that for some kind of event. Actually, I don't know if that really makes sense. Yeah, you were about to take scissors to his cat. I'm honestly a little worried <laughs> of the way Connor sees the world and through his, what? what his character has become. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, gosh. good thing this episode's all about therapy. Look, I'm Darian. sorry. I'm sorry. Darian's the only character who's trying to find the real answers. Okay, I think he just <laughs> sees this as a game, viewers. Look, it's all a game. Jeez, Louise, my heart's in this. Talk about cosmic fluke. Wow. It all comes around. <laughs> it's. You would it hear me openly weeping if Zippy died. Actually, no, Darian. Would have actually kind of seen it as a game early on, but that's fine. Oh, what a mess! But up then prank. he got. Oh my god! He got emotionally attached. That's beautiful. Has he? Well, guess we'll what? Find out. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Zippy dies. Darius just like, oh, finally. Oh gosh, I've been waiting weeks for this. Can finally take that po- poison bone dagger back. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if we ever met viewers in real life. Just check your purses after we're done with you. You never know. All I'm saying <laughs> is Zippy's just so ungrateful. It's fine. So, uh, beyond this domestic dispute we're having, uh, we, we are not playing a game. We're weaving a story. Ooh. I agree with Jacob. This ain't a game. Oh, I meant, I meant like life is all a game. I didn't mean like D&D. I'm just saying. I'm just clarifying. I don't mean the game, do you? Can I'm you so can, focused? Hey, we're trying to record right now, Connor. Focus. Focus uh, up. I'm very focused. I'm hyper focused. <laughs> okay. So, quick recap. What are we doing case... again? I'm playing Risk. <laughs> quick recap in case you. <laughs> well, I'm going to recap it all for you from the beginning now because you clearly have no clue where we are. <laughs> so, uh, it started. Darian was a baby. And fast forward, <laughs> I don't know. How many years old are you? And um, And here we are. After defeating Otto. Last episode, you guys got in your railgun train version of Leslie. Uh, and it was crown versus crown with you guys manning the train. And a battle ensued. But unfortunately, no matter how much damage you did to Otto, he kept repairing using these time gems. Uh, very, very Infinity War now that I think about it. Uh, and Darian had to make the ultimate sacrifice of letting his handcrafted moldable transforming switchblade go so that they could defeat Otto once and for all and time spiked ridiculously but luckily they had Darian's bubble cloak and they chose to save Lara Uh, out of all the members they could have they chose Lara to save uh, and they survived the time blast and they saw that seemingly all the or most of the Mana Snow people that were robots have returned to much younger forms of themselves 
uh, and are human or, or whatever race they were again. But Otto wasn't dead. He came back as a scorpion, and the gang had one last battle. It was epic. And then, right where we ended the episode, with Darien having his sword right in Otto's orb, and Otto had powered down and died. You guys find yourself in this area, the bowl, but now instead of just snow, there's stone pillars that are even holding up some of those half-glass orbs that were shining on the center tower. The center tower is no longer Mechanos. It's back to being kind of regular, like, rock, or or it seems ancient. Uh, And there's trees, and all the snow's reverted to water, so it's flowing all around you. And you guys stand there, all surrounding Otto's body. What do you want to do? Damn, I was kind of expecting you to kind of say, time lapse, you're all back in Man of Snow, yeah. <laughs> everyone's there. And I was going to say, okay, now that we've had a full rest, everything's good, and we've had some time to really <laughs> Next meditate. Next adventure. Yeah. And it's still, like, lightly storming, right? Because Zippy casts, like, lightning and stuff earlier. Yeah, so it's still it's not even like cloudy. It's not even sunny and nice. There's no like... such thing as a light storm. You can feel there's also kind of, like, a light mist around you, too. Like, some of the vapors of the water and everything from the steam from Otto. It's just... Very kind of like misty and foggy a little bit. Zippy, what are you doing? Um, I want, kind of wanted to ask Darian a question. Go for it. Darian's still currently just like hunched over, like almost like the blade is kind of like the hilt is kind of like by his gut. Like he just like had, you know, like really like stabbed into the, in through the glass orb into the ground. It's almost like hunched over the blade, just like panting from like all the, the running and combat and everything. And he's still just, like, breathing heavily, leaning over the blade. You know, Darian, if you worked out like me, you'd be fine. Look at me. I'm so spry. Or or, or did this mean a lot to you, Darian, this whole killing of this, this, this uh, mech dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh... So are you, like, exhausted or are you just, like, overwhelmed? Um, well... Take your time saying what you need to say. All of the above, I guess. <laughs> oh, that seems like an oversimplification, Darian. I'm your friend. You can tell me. What are you feeling exactly? Um. Truth be told, I'm, I'm sorting that out. The adrenaline's still coming down. I. Uh, to be honest, Zip, I, uh. I don't know what to do. I feel like as soon as I take the sword out of the orb, um, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Well, don't you have an uncle back at, at um, um, the, the big place? The city? Orum. Oh, Orum. Orum? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just, I, I live my life in the Bramble Patch. <laughs> Bramble Patch always on his mind. Yeah, I, I do. And um, isn't he like your only family now? <laughs> well, my mother's still alive. Um, back in the Feywild, I um. Didn't you say you ca- you went to the Feywild? Did you visit your mother? It was very short. It was a very short period of time. Zip. Oh, I... That's not an excuse she's gonna like when you get back to her. 
Sippy, do you mind if we just slow down for a sec? I'm sorry, I'm just so jazzed up. We just killed this huge thing on a train ride. Isn't this incredible? We're like a badass group of people. This is like better than I ever thought we could be. We did. It's honestly amazing. We've... Like, I know Mechanos are still new to the two of you, but killing a crown is a major feat. And... This bastard is, um... The cause of a lot of damage that a lot of the Feywild people have gone through. It was him who orchestrated a lot of the opening of the first gate that caused the war, and now he's dead. Really? It was him? Solely him? I don't know if it was solely him, but he was definitely a, a large... You just said he was the one responsible. He, um, he worked with my father to open the first gate between the Mechanos plane and the Feywild plane <gasps> that caused the damage. Darian, your your pops was the reason that all the bad stuff happened? Darian stands up and pulls the sword out of the orb. Um, how big is the orb? Uh, it's about the width of like two, two like basketballs you know if you took a basketball and like multiplied it by one in size okay uh then yeah i just i just pull the sword and stand up and uh look at sippy yeah i um i talked with otto earlier and he told me that my father was the one who opened the first gate and it was he worked with otto to do it I don't know if there were other Mechanos involved, but at the very least at this point, I know it's true. At least between them. And, you know, I think when I was over there, Otto was trying to make me open one too. And I almost let him. And so I'm realizing as much as... I, it's just a lot. I forgive my father for many things because I'm realizing now that I was a little bit of an ass as a son. And so when try, I'm trying to f forgive him for all those things, but now I'm learning these new things that he was potentially the traitor that got many fey people killed in the first place. And so now I don't know if I should love him or I should hate him. Well, what's to love? He did a lot more for me as a child than I really realized. And, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I know, but if the reason he did that was so... Was under some mischievous, like, secret... Secret ideals, then... Then how can you forgive him? You know, I don't think him, the way he raised me, I don't think was for mischievous ideals. But I, I wonder now if he was so hard on me in my training to prepare me for the Mechanos coming back. Maybe he knew. Maybe he knew Otto and the others would plan something like this. And that's why he was so hard on me. But if he, al he always had a choice. And I feel like that doesn't absolve his sins. You're right. It's almost and could be unforgivable. Tarwan, 
if I may, if you were brought before the courts of your people and accused of helping Otto, would you not want your father to believe you in saying that you were duped? Because maybe it's possible your father was fooled as well. You know, all I ever wanted was my father to stand with me. So of course I would. And I think for the time being, I think I'm willing to offer him the benefit of the doubt. But there's still many of these things I need answers to. And unfortunately, the one who holds that information is now dead. And Darian looks down to his feet, looking at the destroyed orb of Otto. So I don't think I'll be getting any answers here. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you don't need answers. Maybe this is a good time as any to shrug off your heritage, shrug off your the worries you've been carrying around for so long, and realize that you're just the you're just a symptom from from the actual. Well, not a symptom, maybe, but <laughs> you're just you're just. Part of the disease. No, no, no. I don't know. You're just... Look, I may be a result of the conflict and things that have gone on. And maybe a way of thinking about it is almost like I'm a casualty of other people's misdeeds. But that does not necessarily absolve me of responsibility for those people. For the people of Holven. That... I can't just leave them to die. And so... You're right, it's not my fault, but it's my responsibility to help them. And I know that now. And and is the best way to do that finding a grand treasure, or should we send you back to the Feywild a- ASAP? You know, I, I was thinking about that, but if I were to go back now without anything, <laughs> there's a good chance they would kill me as soon as I got home. I'm... <laughs> I'm exiled, still. And to go back before your exile is complete is a death sentence. So unless I've got some hard proof, something I can show them, an immediate threat, then I don't think there's anything I can bring to them. I think what you need is power. (laughs) You know, Darian, you and I aren't so different. This reminds me of when my dad did a horrible, despicable thing, and sold some of our carrots to a rival house across the way. Oh, it was... it was terrible. They ate all the carrots up. And they enjoyed them, of course. They were the best. And not a lot of people could forgive my dad for a long time. But what I'm saying to you is that you and me, I can feel your pain. You're right, Zip. We're definitely the we're de- we're definitely the same. <laughs> Look, you're you're right that I don't have answers, and 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 it's just I agree with you that it's time. It's time to shrug off the past. It's no longer what is going to define me, and I'm going to find what will define me. Unfortunately, it's not going to be in this ravine. And I don't know what will define me, but I do know we have a friend who's still on the brink of death down at the bottom of this mountain. And I think, I think the next step 
one step forward for now is to get back to him and get him conscious. Uh, DM. Yes. Seeing that their conversation is kind of coming to a natural resolve, I'm going to turn back out uh, and look out around me, and I'm going to finish that perception check I was doing. Right. Okay, so uh, give me a roll for that perception check, or what'd you oh, get? I got a uh, uh, 17. Okay. So with a 17, you looked out, and you were starting to count the heads of the Mana Snow people to see how many there were. And as you're doing your count, you can tell that definitely not everybody has made it back. There is hordes of Mechanos robots, and not all of them are present, clearly. Some of them must have been time-warped so far back that they probably don't even exist anymore. However, while you're looking around, since you got a high roll, you can notice that it's a little bit difficult to count because you're seeing people that you think you're double-counting, and and you're looking around and seeing that some people look extremely similar in the crowd. And actually, clusters of people look extremely similar. And you see that there's kind of groups of essentially clones of people walking around, and they're all talking to each other, and they all look pretty confused uh, and they're a ways off. But they're all still also celebrating that you've killed Otto. And they're all chanting to all you guys now, and they're like, come back, come back, everybody, come back. Tarwan, Westboro. There's a most peculiar thing happening all around us. Look, there are multiples of many people. You know what? The- that's kind of racist. That's kind of racist, Peterson. Not all, not all races look the same. Darian, no, listen, look. Darian, don't jump to conclusions. Whoa, like that. Whoa, whoa. They. Oh no! What is what? How did this happen? I thought, I thought they said it was time. What could have caused this? When I was, um, trying to save the Mechanos people underneath, under the ground, it was established that one soul could be broken down into ten Mechanos. Is it possible in their reverting back in time, they failed to become one body, but instead, each split Mechanos made its own soul. And DM, I'm just going to look out and see with my mask if I can see if each clone, how much life they have. Like if they have enough life force to power a Mechanos or a full organism or anything I can discern through their life force. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you put your mask down and you give me another perception check. Okay. Uh, 16. With that, you can tell that the the blue glow that you normally see from inside people when using your mask and analyzing their magical energy, you can tell that these people have less than most. And uh, you can compare it side by side. There's actually the one greeter, Green, that was standing next to Lara. And you can see Lara is kind of bright and Green's kind of dim. And are there more dim, uh, more Greens around? When you lift your mask and you look again, yeah, you can see a few of them kind of spread out throughout the crowd. Hmm. Wow. I'm I'm going to uh, look to the others. Tall One Whisperer, I can confirm that this is what's happening. I can see the life force of these other beings, and they have the same brightness of life as a Mechanos, not as a, 
a whole, complete person. Look, I'm no master of the arcane, or of time, so I don't have an answer of what exactly caused it, but, or how to even fix it. Um, I think the best thing we can do for these people, at least for now, is to try and get them down the mountain. Don't you guys think? Yes, of course, tall one. That's a rather large problem. Well, it might not be a problem. It might be good for the economy. <laughs> I mean, you got more people <laughs> sell uh, supply and demand. Sorry, Seth. No worries. Lara runs over to you guys and just looks at you and just grabs all of you and brings you in for a group hug and says, You did it. You guys did it. It's over. We all did it, Lara. Scaly one, I mean. But Leslie. Leslie. We... I don't I I don't know what happened specifically with the time thing you pulled like I you guys probably see but there's clones running around the people multiplied Yeah, it's kind of weird. Darian here wants to bring them all down the the cliffside there. What do you think about that? I mean these people are from Mana Snow and I'm sure they desperately want to go back but as soon as possible. Do you think they know they're clones? Oh my goodness. I think they know. That's all they're talking about over there. I'm going to head over. This is this is, this is needs to be a town hall. Okay. You head over and you walk to the crowd of people and they're all kind of murmuring and talking to each other. I'll follow them. Same. Hello, everyone. I'm going to use Mold Earth to raise up a five-foot platform for us to stand on <laughs> gosh i get up there with him hello everyone hello 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 wait so by that account there's like eight clusters of clones well there's i'm just giving an example <laughs> i'm not i come on many of you must be confused they're all nodding so am i <laughs> I would like to talk about the ethics of cloning. <laughs> some some of the people in front that that seem to be just humble like uh like uh weed farmers or whatever, berry farmers are like what what's he talking about? What ethics? What's ethics? Well, partic- particularly when it comes to human cloning, it's a bit controversial as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion and in yours most if this was our doing we could be in serious trouble cuz I would think most people would consider cloning a bit of a a gray area when it comes to when it comes to uh, repopulating the 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 whole world. There's a philosophical debate I'd like to talk about. Yeah, screw this. Screw this. <laughs> I I want to go home. Uh, I want to go home. I no, want to go you to see, Madness. No, there's a problem. Look, though. we will try and get you all home. No, you can't. No, D- I pull Darian aside. Darian, you cannot make them promises like that. It's gonna come back and bite us. No, I said we will try and get them. Oh, home. yeah. No, that's not gonna help here, Darian. <laughs> <laughs> look, zip. Hold no, on. no, no. Side, don't look. Sidebar. Zip me. Don't look. Zip me. I'm talking to the crowd here. 
I'm just saying sidebar. Like, what do you... What's your plan? We're gonna figure out if they're gonna... Look, this is easily gonna turn into a kill-or-be-killed moment here. I don't think you truly understand. <laughs> what do you... All it's gonna take is telling them we're gonna get them back to their loved ones for them to think very quickly, this person beside me is gonna have sex with my wife because they think it's their wife. <laughs> wow, I am... Um... That's a good point. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna be honest, never actually thought about this that. This is easily gonna turn into... A kill or be killed moment if we don't play this right. Okay, but just try and make it a little simpler. Try to avoid the high-level ethical arguments of cloning. I don't think many of these people have a It's background. a huge issue, Darian. Not a lot of people think about it until you're in the moment. Well, I, I'm aware. Oh, wait. First off, DM, are there still living uh, accommodations here? Like, any buildings at all? Or have all those gone back no, in time, too? No, none. Okay. All of them are gone. We should take them to Orem with us. Or at least to the Great Library. I don't know if we can even let them get off this freaking cliff. It's going to be horrible. Well, they don't have to go back to Manisno necessarily. They can go anywhere yeah, they want to. Yeah, but either way, they're going to be poked and prodded by, 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 like, laboratories and who knows what. Zippy, what's the alternative then? Either we bring them down the mountain or we don't. We convinced them to make a society up here, away from the world. <laughs> the village. <laughs> one of the greeters, uh, well, specifically the only other greeter, Green, one of them steps from the crowd uh, and starts climbing up onto the podium and says, yeah, Sorry for one second. Everyone, you're probably confused. No, I kick him off. Time seems... No! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, you're probably confused. As you, look ar- <laughs> As you look around here, you see neighbors that are more familiar than you would like them to be. In fact, many of you are probably looking at moles that you thought no one else could see, and you're realizing, wow, that's pretty visible. Um- <laughs> you, you see, you see the, the green you just kicked off? The other green greeter people uh, run around him, and they're all dwarves. And they start making a human tower so that he's taller than you. Uh, on your all right, all right. Pistol. And he's like, listen, about time. I was an old man. And I think our homes may not be, and Manisno might not be, where you remember you left it. I was 70 when I came here. And I'm like 20 now. I I clear my throat and I want to say something. I'm going to face the audience, the crowd, and I'm going to say, Citizens of Manisnow, the reality is we're facing an unprecedented moment of magic where your souls have been split into many. And I offer you a trade because I'm afraid that the life that you had is not available to each of you. But the promise I make is that you can live your life anew. With the youth that you've regained in but an instant, you can travel all of Ohm and see things you never thought you would see, meet people you never thought you would meet. That is the opportunity available to all of you today. Persuasion check. Okay. Great great spin on that, Peterson. Great spin. Thank you. I was inspired by both of you talking and giving me ideas. <laughs> oh. This uncharismatic goblin got a 17. 
Hey oh. Oh man. Some people seem to be scratching their chins and they seem to be a little bit interested in this idea. But then there's the large majority. DM. No. Screams back and says, "No. We want we want to go home. We want to go to Manisnow." Yeah, and to what? To what? Your 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 wives who are also 70 years old as if as My if, wife's right here. And you see there's like 10 pairs of people. The exception oh, so proves nice. the rule. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's just zero it in like this. Anybody whose partner is here with them and there are equal numbers, you are now excluded from the dialogue. You lucked out. Um, Darian, I don't think you can play God like that. <laughs> we were all old people. None of us were young when we came here. And one person stands up and says, well, I was young, but I must have come here a long time ago. Mm. If the one guy's right and it's been 50 years, everything's, all the people we knew are changed. Okay, yeah, but that, okay, who cares about that? There's a person beside <laughs> you who looks exactly like you. I think that's a bigger well, issue. Well, not all of them have clones. Like, is it only the really? Is it only the young ones that became clones, or is it seemingly no, random? No, 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 no. It's not an age thing. It's not an age thing. Uh, there, there uh, is a large majority who have clones. There's only a very select, like three people who don't. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. I... Okay, you three, you're fine. You go stand over on the left. <laughs> they stand over on the left. Darian, Darian. As soon as they figure we're trying to make decisions on their lives, they are going to kill us. <laughs> No, it's look, Zip. We're looking at a big crowd of people. I just, I'm a visual person. I just needed to see them separated. Okay. Yeah, but as soon as they see you're leading this and you have no authority on it, <laughs> DM. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Do I remember anything? For for anyone who doesn't know my backstory, I well, no one would. But I grew up some of my life in a magical wizard tower. Um, I mean, maybe I shouldn't give that away. But do I, I to brag? <laughs> do I? Um. <laughs> Do I recall learning anything about merging fragmented souls? Um, history check. Oh, boy. While he's thinking about that, I look out to the crowd and say, quick quick question, are there any wizards in the crowd? Um, Ooh, dice. Let's say, like, you know, like, Grandmaster or, or higher. <laughs> one guy, okay, one guy was about to raise his hand and he <laughs> put that criteria on and he put it back He's down. like halfway up and then, oh. <laughs> what do you, what, if you had to like, you know, like grade yourself as like a wizard, where would you land on On a that? scale of one to 20. 20 being high or 20 being low? 20 being like god status. Uh, 20 obviously being high. Uh, Like I can do like cantrips. Okay, never mind. Oh. By the way, DM, I got an 18. With your 18, you recall uh, soul magic is extremely difficult and not common. And even the Wizard's Tower really didn't have anything on merging souls. That was not even a, a, a thing you read in any of the books. Nothing about merging souls. There was some stuff on souls and, and uh, maybe like necromancy magic type stuff. But uh, nothing specifically about merging. Okay. 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 Let me step in here. Okay, let's play it out. You, person person, person clo- uh, closest to me. What do you think is going to happen when all of you go back to Manus Snow? 
think we, I think we live happy life. Oh, really? Really? And you, beside that person, what do you say? I could see a small problem. Wouldn't they have the same Maybe. voice? They're clones. Oh, I, oh, the, the, I, I'm just standing and I'm close in the front. Not all clones stand together. Oh, that's weird. Um, the person who just spoke, does someone else sound like that? In the back. Yeah, yeah, me, me. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? I think I'm all right. But I ain't too good with books and smarts. Oh, my goodness. I can guarantee that there <laughs> won't be enough housing for all of you. There's not going to be enough food for all of you. And there's also not going to be enough love for all of you. Okay, well, you Zip, you can't say that for certain... I'm letting <laughs> them find the answers of your Darian. Roll, now, roll a roll a persuasion thing real quick, Zippy. Twelve. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I see an issue. There's too much of us and too many of us who are similar, and if we all go back. We can't all live the same life. And for the loved ones we left behind, if they're still there, it would be too much. Traumatizing for them. I propose something. We take turns. (laughs) (laughs) What What do you mean? What do you mean? I think we should take turns. One at a time. We can go back. How about we spend a month? And then we come back and a new person goes. And we just keep swapping out. That would be emotionally traumatizing to the person who stayed behind and had to entertain someone different every month. There would be no accrued memories, no shared bonds. It would be like refreshing. Well, we could talk about it. We could share. Yeah, I'd be willing to talk about my experience. I'm going to point at the person who just spoke and say, You would be happy to wait here eight months before you could see your loved ones again. No. And all of you are being selfish towards the people who'd have to go through that. Your families. I have an idea. Just listen to okay, me. Okay, two, two at a time. Two and at a time. And who's to say mm. one of you wouldn't just choose to never come back up? Then the other ones get upset and they run down the mountain too. And we have the same problem we'd have if we all went down there together right now. Who, who was saying they wouldn't come back? Was it you? Who, me? No, it wasn't me. Okay, all was right, all right. No, I would come back. Would you come back? I'm going to no. cast Toll yes. the Dead what? and ring a bell. No, that damages people. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in the sky. Just to ring a bell. Okay. Dong! The bell rings. And everybody silences and looks at you. Everyone. You have to trust us. You're in a very emotionally trying time. And, in, and you're in for a tough few months ahead. But with the same sol- solemnness that we saved you from your mechanos forms, we seek what's best for you now. And we tell you, it will not work to all return to Manasno. But Ohm is ripe and has a plenty of wonders to see. I already heard this speech uh, and it didn't convince me. Dang. I don't care about the world. I care about my cabin in Manasno. Okay, then it's your problem. 
I I I lean to I lean to Zippy and say, "Look, why don't we just like deal with this on like a case by case basis or something? Maybe there are people who want to venture into OMA. Maybe there aren't. Maybe we're I ain't in a therapist, Darian, and I have places right. to be. <sighs> why are we waiting for these guys to tell us what to do? Why don't we just go to Manusnow? Ha! Good luck yeah. scaling. Good luck scaling the ball. You'll need a strength check of at least probably." 17. I cast hallucinatory terrain. Oh my gosh. And I make a mana snow appear. <laughs> oh my god. No! Zippy! Jacob, why? Guys, it's gonna last 24 hours. That's 24 hours to me for to forget about all of this. <laughs> and how are they gonna think that this makes oh my gosh. Okay, so it's a 150-foot cube in range. So you cast this, and you make kind of just the town square area up here. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa. This is incredible. It's home. And how many of you don't think it's incredible and think, wow, I wish I had another shot at life? Hmm. How many of you don't miss the sights and smells? Because this is what you're, you're fighting for so much. Okay. Okay, I'll roll. I'll roll. Three people raise their hands. Okay, you guys can go. Is, is it the same three <laughs> that aren't split souls? Because that would be the worst. No, it's not. It's just three three random okay. clones. Okay, And, that's and six. you say they can go, and everybody's like, hey! Why'd they go? Because they're off to go find a new life. I'm sick of this. I'm going home. This ain't the real thing. And they and people start making their way and they're starting to move towards the rim and they're like, you know, it's starting to head towards climbing up out of this bowl. And they're all like, Man of snow. Man of snow. Man <laughs> so of how snow. many how many people are there? hundred and fifty. And oh. DM, is there like a any sense of like is there a, a flavor of aggression to this chant? Like a dominatory pilgrimage or viking-esque kind of chant or is it more just like we're hi ho hi ho we're gonna travel there more hi ho okay all right i don't know if i believe the here's DM. the thing zip we i said we would get these people down the mountain when we went up in the first place you know and yeah but you know not what? like this area the whole hour. town the whole town is gonna just collapse and it's that's I, but that's not our responsibility our responsibility is to get them down the mountain and let the, let these people figure out what they want to do with their own lives. We can't be telling them how to live, and clearly they don't want us to. So let's just get them down the mountain, let's get our gear, and let's go. They're going to be too busy to give us a reward. I don't think this is a problem that we can solve, Zip. It's one I think we just got to let nature work itself out. Green goes over you see the green uh clones go over to lara who's just staring at the tower and hasn't really been tuned into this conversation and they're like lara what are you gonna do are we gonna head with the rest down the mountain no i think i'm gonna stay here and the three people who you convinced also overhear this and they're like Hey, I I remember maybe more than most about what happened. And I'm not really interested in going back to a life that 
isn't mine anymore, or the mana snow that has changed and I didn't live in. And if you're going to stay, I want to stay with you. And then the greens are all like, if you stay, Lara, I'll stay with you. She's like, you guys didn't really know Leslie. We were married. And I think he may still be out there, somehow. And I'm going to make this freaking teleporter work again. And I'm going to go to the Mechanos plane. I'm going to get him back. Peterson! Yes. Do you still have some time, Jim? Oh, is you... <laughs> I thought you were talking to me, DM. Uh, oh, uh, yes, I have a few. I need them all. Well, I mean, all of them? How many do I have, DM? Uh, I'd say you took a handful, so you probably have about, like, five. <sighs> Fine. I'll give her f- four. I'll give her four. Okay. She's like, thank you. Good luck, Lara. We're going to use these. And we're going to make... We're going to make this thing work better than those Mechanos idiots ever could. They were a pretty advanced species. I mean... Okay, they- <laughs> I don't need this right now. I mean, just pace yourself. Don't get discouraged if you meet failure. I mean, they say that... Sometimes you have to try something 999 times before you find a way, which might be discouraging with only four gems, but if anyone can do it, it's you, scaly one. Lara. Thank you. Since we gave you these gems in good favor, could you tell us more information about Felix, please? What do you want to know? Do you have any inkling of where he could have gone after the mana snow? I have no clue. The whole point of us coming here was he said this was a grand treasure and we were going to find it, but then when we got here, it wasn't. And then the the story twisted, I guess. And he, he said, you know, we stay here, we map it out, and we find grand treasures using this teleporter across the plains. Because there's more out there than just on, you know, the prime material plane. Hmm. Do you have do you have anything any item of his that we could use to maybe track him down? Did he leave anything behind? Him? No. He doesn't carry like anything. He doesn't even have a backpack. Just the clothes on his back and his greeter cloak. I understand. Not even a weapon. Is there any information you can give us about greeters or anything? I mean, I'm sure the greeters guild is pretty much dissolved, but you know, greeters, there's more of them outside the guild. All the top ten are not even, besides Felix, they're not even associated with the guild. Scar- what, a, what a weird group of people. We thought we'd do better together, but clearly we were used. Scaly one, do you have a means, or do, do any of your greeter compatriots have a means of showing us what Felix looks like? Um, I'm a monk. A green? Uh, I'm a fighter. There are no greeters here that are of of the magical sort. I don't think any of us clones are. No, 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 not me. No, no, not me either. Fuck. Well, look, Lara, I, I truly wish you all the best in all of this. And if anything happens... 
anything dangerous happens, you just send us word, okay? I will. And I really, I truly hope you can find him. Thank you for everything you guys did. You saved me and opened my eyes to what was really going on. And, hey, if we get this thing ever up and running, you're welcome to use it. Thank you. I, uh, I might take you up on that offer. Well, what are we doing, greens and random three people? Let's, let's go. Let's get to work. Hi-ho, hi-ho. And they just start marching off towards the center tower. One of the three that was following all of a sudden turns around and comes back to you, Darian, and says, Oh, by the way, I found this in the water. Uh, I thought it might belong to you. So, um, here. What is it? And it's not a gem, but he's put it in a bottle, and it's a little flaming gray spark that you recall is the Tinder Soul. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, I don't know how you managed to to get this, but Thank you. Take care. You too. And they just run off. You see the group of people. They're kind of struggling, but they're still making their way up the ridge. What do you guys want to do? Look, guys, I don't think there's any turning this train around now, so we might as well just help them all get down alive. And uh, I'm going to head off, and um, I just want to attempt to kind of like regroup them and just like I'm just to help usher them down the mountain. Like, just to try and help survival rates. Or we could get back to Manusnow before they do, and before all things go to heck. Zip, I'm going to help them down the mountain. I, I can't just leave them to die. It was a it was an arduous trek up here. i got to make sure they get down. We also got to pick up our horses. It would be prudent, though, to send a messenger ahead to prepare the way. I don't think anything will prepare them for this. You can summon one of your little animals, I guess, if you want to, Peterson, but... <laughs> did you hear that, Peterson? Your little animals. Yes, I did. Look, I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to get it as I'm not a... I'm trying to get it as I'm not a spellcaster, and I don't have many other... I'm not a major spellcaster. I don't have a lot of other tools in my tool belt to help this situation other than helping them get down alive. So if you want to think of something else, by all means, but I'm just going to help them survive. Fair enough, tall one. And I... I I go off to to help the group. I mean, I'm going to have a hard enough time climbing that mountain myself. (laughs) So you're going to go help? I'm not going to get in their way. Okay. And Zippy? I mean, I'll supervise. (laughs) Yeah, me me and Zippy start playing poker while everyone starts making headway up the, the bowl. And you guys start making your way with the group back to Man of Snow, and that's where we're gonna take a break. If treasure is freedom, if treasure is my legacy, we hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's me, Seth, mid-roll version, here with some more announcements for you about our show. Uh, the first one I'm gonna lay on you is a special shout out to a special person. Emmeline, our newest patron member. 
Thank you so, 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 so much for joining our Patreon and uh, becoming a, a full-fledged cheapskate, um, which makes no sense because Patreon is about money and stuff. <laughs> so, so uh, But thank you so much for joining and a uh, huge thank you to all our other patrons as well, as always. Uh, your support really helps us increase the quality of our show, put more time and effort into it, and just do cooler things. So uh, thank you so much for joining. And uh, yeah, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Next up stuff, uh, our next episode, which you're probably curious about, when's that going to happen? Will it be in two weeks? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be in two weeks. It's going to be on May 19th. Um, And we are trucking along into uncharted territory. No more mana snow. Um, So that's exciting. Get pumped for that. Uh, but also, uh, if you want to help us out and support the show in a non-Patreon way, like I just mentioned before, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, just type in Cheaper by the Dungeon and then one of those, and then you'll find us, uh, to keep up to date with us and also just to, you know, show support, share our stuff on social media or share it, uh, from word of mouth. That's always like the best way to help. Uh, but to all our listeners who've stuck with us so far and through the quarantine and everything, thank you so, so much. Uh, we, we love doing this show and we're going to bring this next arc and the ending of season two, which will be coming soon ish. Uh, I don't want to estimate episodes cause I'll probably be off, but it's coming. Uh, but we're, we're going to try and up our game, get better and better. I, th- I think this last arc, like now that it's kind of over and it's kind of a, a solid chunk, it was it's probably our best arc, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a poll. Vote vote poll for which arc you like the best so far. <laughs> uh, but we're going to keep upping our production quality and everything. And uh, so tell your friends about it. I'm rambling. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you'd think I'd know how to do a proper mid-roll by this point. But I don't. So deal with it. And... That's all I got to say. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of this episode. I bet it's got a twist you won't see coming. Wink, wink. All right. Take care, everybody. And we're back. And we're back with, we're back better than ever because we got a clown, a, a little clone army going. Um, Star who Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, and Zippy's supervising. <laughs> so, so is he responsible? We'll see. Is it fair um, to say that it's like Star Wars, really? Because really only three out of the nine movies are involving clones. Wait a minute. Only three people wanted to stay. But what? Okay, let's not let's not look at that. Guys, look. don't look at my notes. <laughs> heads behind heads away from the screen and my and my crossovers. I was mostly just trying to specifically reference the Clone Wars, but like that's fine. I guess that would have clones in it, huh? I never thought about that. Yeah, that that movie had clones in it? Wait, thought what? it was all Django Fett being in multiple places at the same time. <laughs> I thought He's it was like, running really fast. I, I thought it was his after image. That movie was a great um, PS2 cutscene, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> PS2 cutscene. <laughs> um, 
You guys have made it over the ridge, and you're looking down into the bowl, and you can see right at the ridge is kind of where the time stuff stopped, and there's snow on the other side leading down the mountain. You guys, we're going to fast forward through this because we're not going <laughs> to do a billion rolls for this, but uh, you guys make your way down with the whole group of clones safely. Zippy's probably just flying on his magic carpet laughing as they're struggling. And uh, <laughs> and Peterson, you're probably riding a bird doing the same. Darian's probably in the trenches with them actually helping. Um, you can change that if you'd like. <laughs> but you think my little bunny arms could be able to help these people? I don't think so. Yeah, same. Definitely not some of them. You guys get to the ground and you're walking through the snow and you hear coming from a nearby cave some clops. And you see Tea Leaf and Long Face Cloppy Hooves, your horses. And they're like, Master, Master, you've been gone for so long. And you were a loyal horse and stayed true. I'm so proud of you. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> um, and he kind of like nuzzles up on you. Uh, and you guys reunite with your horses and you start making your way back uh, to the mountain. You don't, however, the way you came was through the Roronoa uh, Reservation, where you saw Karen and everything. Uh, and uh, you find there's another path, and one of the people is like, oh, I remember how I got here, how I was led here the first time. Um, so they know the way. And you guys make your way back and around the mountain, and you're going through the forest that you originally entered in, and you're going through the forest, and you start hearing stomp. 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 And a roar in the distance. And then trees start to be rustled as you can sense the Yeti is coming (laughs) back. Of course. You guys thought I forgot. It comes full circle. And the Yeti comes and breaks through the trees and is like pissed off because you turned it into a penguin last time and it got like abused by wolves. But then it's roaring and the leaves and you can feel the wind blowing through your hair from its breath. And then it stops and notices it's extremely outnumbered. There's like 150 of you just staring at this Yeti. And they start kind of backing away slowly. And then 10 of the clones, uh, all this young girl, uh, they all run up and they're like, wait, wait. And the Yeti stops and turns. And... All ten of them start going up. It's kind of Planet of the Apes style, where they're going to like put their hand on their forehead. Um, and they walk up and they're like, remember? Remember me? And the Yeti seems to be tamed. And it's kind of like nuzzling up. And you can see some tears in its eyes. And the clones respond. They say, I raised this thing way back. I protected it when it was a baby. And the, the Yeti's just sobbing. Aww. Peterson puts his mask down to hide the tear that falls from his eye. (laughs) You guys keep making your way through the forest, now with a yeti in tow who's kind of following. Damn, we were going to kill this thing. Like, blood was going to be everywhere. (laughs) It attacked us first. It attacked us. On the way back, they would have seen a pool of dried blood. (laughs) They would have seen a carcass. A carcass of the yeti. For you. (laughs) You guys uh, are walking through the forest... And you're, you can tell you're like 30 minutes away from Man of Snow. And then you can see coming up on the trail is a familiar looking 
man. It's Seamus, the mountain guide. And they're leading another older man behind them. And Seamus is like, Oh my word! Darian? Zippy? Peterson? Is that you? Here we are. Salutations. In the flesh. And those people? Did, did you? And the old man behind them comes forward and passes Seamus. is like, Father. And one of the, the people, ten of the clones come out and they're like, Son? Son, is it you? Father. And they run and embrace and there's all ten of them. And he's like, wait a minute, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there ten of you? Oh, don't care. Hug, hug me. And they're in an embrace. Um, and Seamus is like, guys, what's what's happening? There was um, a lot of crazy magic that was let loose up in the top of the mountains. And many of the souls that we rescued were multiplied into what you see before you now. You weren't supposed to go that far. Where's Leslie? He's been missing for days. I'm sorry to say, um, Leslie's gone. Oh. Oh, my. For, oh. And you can see Seamus just slumps to his knees. I told, I told that boy not to go. He sacrificed himself to save all of us. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound like Leslie at all. <laughs> no, I know it doesn't, but it's true. He made quite the character transformation, and also regular transformation. What? What are you talking about? He wanted us to let you know he's thinking about you. Oh, Leslie. And all the Man of Snow people seeing that uh, some of the clones have reunited with their families. They're like even more gung ho, and they're like, "We're there, guys! We're almost there! We gotta go home!" And they start like kind of running ahead of you guys and going forward. Um, and as you guys kind of follow behind, Seamus grabs onto your cloak, Peterson, as you're walking by, and says, "By by the way, there's some men in town looking for you. I don't know what it's all about, but..." Might want to be careful. For me, you say? They just sent the people in the airship. Oh, I see. I'll pass this along. Something about the heroes of Orum. Oh, I... I'm not one of them. I just accompany them. But I will pass the message on to them. Tarwan. Yes? Seamus told me that there are people expecting the heroes of Orum. To respect to return to Manisno today. I said I would pass on the message to you. Well, it seems like you've uh, accomplished what you said you would do. But did you have any more detail about the the people looking for us? What they look like? There are more than a few, and they seem to uh, recognize the fact that you travel by airship. That was all that was communicated. We should get back quickly, then. But he also did say that 
You may not want to be surprised and that maybe we should go in stealthily. I, I didn't, I'm not sure if they're a friendly uh, acquaintance. Well, we can definitely uh, soften our entrance. There's going to be quite a bit of commotion, I think, to give us some good cover. Maybe talking because, about the clones. yes, but if you're green and I'm green, maybe I can, I mean, are you, are you, are you still green right now? I, I am. I mean, if push comes to shove, maybe I can slip up your shirt and, I mean, just not, never mind, brainstorming. If it gets bad, I'll just cast Pass Without Trace and we can sneak our way through. I like your thinking, tall one. Um, I just bring Zippy in and kind of tell him the same thing. You guys keep moving closer and closer to the village. And all of a sudden, you can see some of the houses. And all the Mana Snow clones freak out and just start sprinting towards it. What are you guys going to do? How far are we away? Like 30, like 100 feet, 30 feet? You're like 100 feet. Oh, boy. Uh... I think we should talk to the mayor. Yeah, at least kind of fill him in on, on some of the gaps and the details there so he can make the best call moving forward. But keep keep a watchful eye, you two. I'm watching. You guys are walking forward closer and closer with kind of a, a guard up. Uh, and then you hear cheers. And and screams and wailing, everything coming from the town. You hear just everyone there's kind of like freaking out. Maybe because of the clones, <laughs> maybe because their loved ones have returned in a young form. But then as you're kind of making your way closer step by step, you hear some bounding feet and you look over and you see the giant Harry for, that you've met. And Harry comes and bends down to your guy's level. And he's like pretending to tie a shoe. And he's like, oh, guys, yeah, I can't believe you did it. Yes, we did it. How about you hop in my hand? Yeah, how, how about you hop in my hand real quick and uh, uh, I'll explain in a bit. Does this have to do with the men in town? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what? I'm not talking about that. Go, uh, let's get, get my hand. I nuzzle in the hand. Same. And you guys feel lifted up and you're enclosed in darkness in his hand. And the cheers kind of fade away. And you can hear Harry being like, oh, yeah, I forgot my keys at home. <laughs> Whoops. And he starts moving and moving. And he's walking for a bit. And it's just all silence and dark darkness. And then he opens his hand. And you're in a huge cave with a giant bed. And some like a, a nightstand and some like pots and pans and food and like a, a, a mammoth leg hung up on a hook. Uh, and you can see this is Harry's home. And you also see on the floor near his bed is the Sparrow, the airship. Hmm. And he lowers his hand and puts you guys on it and says, oh, okay. Well, how to solve that? That was close one. Um, Damn. Guys, what did you do? We, there was people who were trapped and some magic split them. It's so... Look, it's too long of a story for now, but why no, did you... No, I mean, I, I'd love to hear how you brought the Manasno people back, but... But first, what did you do to... 
anger the flock and anger the competition bureau. What do you mean? Do you mean the greeters? No, no. The competition bureau are kind of the overseers of all merchants and all business trade. And the flock <sighs> are the ones who keep all the religions and all the gods in balance. They're the ones who make sure everything is... is... Okay, and that no kind of funny business between the gods are going down. Wait, the merchant group is involved in this? Yeah, something. Businesses. Oh, no. They st- I overheard that maybe you stole something from a tower while you were flying here? <laughs> oh. No, it's all a misunderstanding. We didn't steal anything. But even if it's misunderstanding, it... it they don't believe that. Okay, well, we simply will give them back what the person gave us. That should be good enough. They were calling for help. It wasn't. It was just a misunderstanding. Yes, but I suspect there's more to this than that. If we show up just to pay the measly fee of 250 gold, they'll have us in their presence. They wouldn't be here over 250 gold. And you say the flock is here as well. That is uh, something... Yes, a flock sentinel. Do I know what that is? Uh, history check, all of you. 19. Uh, 16. Uh, some of you have actually heard of the flock, and you know it is a religious organization that kind of oversees all the splits. Since there was a bunch of divisions of the gods, you know that uh, sometimes things can get out of hand, uh, and sometimes some people think that some cultists believe that they can merge the gods back into the original form so the flock kind of puts a stop to that and it also puts a stop to people trying to tamper with um potential specific like religious artifacts and stuff like that for example the whole tory thing and uh and uh mere fight that would have eventually been investigated by the flock and all that um Mm. but uh this uh seems to be about something different so you know a flock sentinel, though? You know that that is kind of uh, a real bad enforcer of uh, of religious deeds and, and goodness there. And they're kind of this walking paladin suit of armor that's really beefed up and very dangerous. Okay, I'll look at uh, Darian and I'll say, this isn't an, a religious enforcer of your people's customs. Uh, or perhaps not yours, but people of this plane. I'm going to look at both of uh, Darian and Zip. I'm going to say... Did you two do anything to offend the gods or those who honor them? Mm, nothing in recent months that would warrant the investigation. I'm because we can we can assume like because we were gone for three months after the first grand treasure, we can assume that we would have heard anything about the investigation between those three months, right? Like, yeah, you would have heard it from like Colm or, Colm or something. That yeah, and that it was all resolved and everything was fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so which leads us to believe this is something new. So, yeah, back to what I was saying. Um, Yeah, so nothing in recent months. Zip, do you remember anything about what we may have caused? I mean, the I think the, the stealing thing makes sense there. Like, there was that mishap at the tower on our way here, but we didn't touch any religious artifacts. Do you think he maybe stole something? What about that? Well, remember, there was that cult in that basement where the slime was. Oh, that's true. That's ah, true. That was uh, our first adventure together. Ah, good times. It was. Don't get too excited. It might have been a mistake. They said something about... Well, they both want your heads, and from what I can gather, it's because 
well, they're not only looking for your heads, but also the Clyde Barker, the, the number ninth greeter, who they said was probably with you. And, and you Wait. stole an artifact from from the Boroga Spire. It's it's like a grand treasure clue. That's it's like a scale. Is the Baroga Spire near here, just a couple hours away? Yeah. The tower. Fellas, we may have misstepped a little here. <laughs> I mean, did did he give us a scale or something? Did we check the coins? No, he, remember, he split the loot with us. So he very well could have just taken the artifact in his bag and... Yeah, but did we actually check in our bag, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we did. There was only 250 gold. Guys, I don't know what is going on, and I don't think there's going to be any talking with these people. The Competition Bureau and the Flock Sentinel are, all, are at each other's throats. They want Each of them want you for, for taking this, because it was kind of like on the border of whose responsibility this should be. Um, but they want your heads for sure. You guys got to fly. You got to fly out of here. All right. They're just going to keep chasing us, though, aren't they? Maybe it's prudent we go to the tower and we see what it is that we don't understand about the situation, the missing pieces of the puzzle. I mean, if I were you, I would go somewhere far away and lay low for a bit, or... Well, it's, it's up to you, but I just need to get you guys out of here safely now. Hey, um... Just quick, uh, a quick sidebar. Uh, did my bet ever pan out on those uh, mammoth games? <laughs> yes, I was getting to that. <laughs> I was getting. To, I did not forget. <laughs> no, as like, you mentioned that, you hear up somebody come from below deck, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey. sorry, I was just waiting for you here. You did pretty good, kid. If you recall, you bet ten gold." For the 200 to 1 odds on Lightfoot for the Mammoth Bowl? Guess mm-hmm. what? Guess what? 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 He won. <laughs> the whole thing. So, your payout, 2,000 gold. There you go. Thank you very much. Harry helps them off the deck, and they go snickering off into the, into the woods. By the way... We did promise you reward for bringing the people back, and we scrounged together money, and here, 3,000 each. Boom. Boom, baby. 3,000 gold each. Whoa. Damn. But now's not the time. You guys will have to come back another day to celebrate. So you really think there's no talking with these sentinels? They're kind of the executioners? There's no, there's no chance to talk? From my, my time in Ohm and the brief encounters I've heard from them, they never end well. Hmm. Well, I'm just a passenger on this ship. I eventually want, I still want to make it to the Grand Library, but in the meantime, I go where you two decide. Well, I think that's our next stop, unless I'm mistaken, Zip. Yeah, the whole... Felix thing didn't really pan out over in Manistone land. <laughs> but at least you found some uh, closure, eh, Darian? Um, sort of. Darian, please tell me about closure that this was worth our time. Please. 
Oh, definitely worth the time. Well, then, yeah, I think library, you know, <laughs> library, you'll be good to go. If that's far enough. The threat does sound dire. But, I, yeah, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to get on the ship when you do. Okay. Well, you guys better go. Here, I'll pick it up and leave it outside for you. And he picks up the airship and starts leaving it outside into the open air. Um, okay, get get everything in order for takeoff, I guess. You guys uh, start moving uh, downstairs with the horses, and you're going to be putting all your bags away before, you know, getting into the captain's chair and flying off. And as you go below deck, you just see James, Yogurt, and Pepper the Hawk Fox all sitting at a table just playing cards. And one of the stools has been obviously left because it seems like the, the betting guy was playing with them. <laughs> and you can just see them all playing in yogurt. It's like, well, would you look at that? I got a I got a full house. And James is like, mm, that's not what that is, yogurt. That's trash. And Pepper just goes, <laughs> and just spits the cards out. <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, James just says, Pepper, I've told you three times. This is not how you play. Also, one of those is a rock. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty good. I say give him all the chips or, or the or whatever food we have around. Oh, guys, <laughs> we were just busy working, keeping the ship up, you know? Man, how was, uh, how was your adventure? Guys, good to see you, and see you all healthy and well. Well, my feet kind of hurt, and I walked quite quite a ways. Yeah, I think there's a little too much to recount right now, but I uh, need some R and R. Yeah, I think we need to hit the road or the air or the. You get raise it. the sails. We need to leave post haste. Darian um goes on the top deck and starts shouting in primordial Ooh. um to the elementals to let them know we're gonna start spinning up the ship. You can hear just wisps uh, and some more just like, yes! (laughs) And the balloons start kind of expanding. And James just looks at Yogurt and is like, did we, is this thing good to go? (laughs) And Yogurt's like, I think so. I don't know. What what were we doing? We played a lot of card games. Uh, Pepper, are we good to go? Yeah, I think we're good to go. Pepper says okay, and Pepper just salutes with their with their hawk fox wing, <laughs> and starts flying up to to the wheel, um, on the top <laughs> the top, and is kind of steering it before Zippy ultimately comes in the room and grabs the wheel from from Pepper. Come here, Pepper. Pepper flies around and lands on your shoulder, Darian, and nuzzles in your neck. Perfect. Okay. Uh, well, uh, if you guys are ready to go, I think I think the ship is too. So let's go. All right, let's go. Yeah. I mean, do we want to give it a quick once-over? I'm going to go below deck, actually, and start looking at all the uh, the mechanical pieces of the ship and make sure it's uh, it's actually in working order. Perception check. And DM, if, if Darian's busy doing that and Zippy's flying and Peterson has a moment to himself, he's going to sneakily go look at Norman. Uh, okay, yeah, you move to the room and you creak the door open and you see Norman's still body lying in the bed okay i'd like to just do an investigation check to see if he or like a medicine check to, or just to see how he's doing like physically i guess yeah roll a medicine check and during what'd you get uh 17 
Yeah, you can tell there's a wrench on like a pipe that clearly a half-assed job and they didn't finish it or they got distracted and left a wrench on like a, a cog. Um, so you just tighten that up and then you give a look over and you can tell everything's good to go. Okay. I just didn't want us exploding in the air, you know? And what did you get, Peterson? Uh, 17. All right. Uh, you look and he seems to be in the same condition, stable, but very much unconscious. Um, okay. And when you look through your mask at all, you can tell like there's like the faintest glimmer still. Okay. Zippy, you ready to punch it? I'm ready whenever my team is ready. We're ready, Captain. All right, then let's punch it. <laughs> Peterson, I was waiting for you to, but I guess I'll say I'm ready. Oh, sorry, yes, I'm ready. I was I was thinking, yes. Yes, I'm ready too. Woo! And uh, Draken even speaks up and says, I guess I'm ready. Everybody forgets about me. And, oh, trust me, I know you're there. Okay. Never forget it. <laughs> and Zippy, you hold the throttle and punch it, and you can feel the air blasting. And Harry's just like, whoa, has some kick. Okay, have a good trip. Have Be safe, guys. Stay alive. Thanks for everything, Harry. Tell everyone we went east. <laughs> and whoosh, you guys are flying. And you're flying over... Uh, the open field, the ice walk plains uh, to the to the east of Manasnow. You're flying over and you see a lot of mammoths are just lying on the ground, tired and beaten up from the mammoth bowl. <laughs> and then there's one in the corner that's like eating uh, some food on the floor and you just see a huge painted number one on it because it's it's Lightfoot and they won. Um, and they give a toot. Like it just as you guys uh, fly by. Where do you guys want to fly to? I think it's time we uphold our end of the bargain and we uh, get Peterson to the Grand Library. Don't you think, Zip? I think so. We we had that discussion, I think, five minutes ago, and I'm still on for that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So you guys start heading off in that direction, and Zippy, you kind of stabilize it. You find you're quite a ways out from Mana Snow now, so whatever threat was there is not close, at least. Um, and you guys are just flying and steady the ship. So now's a good time for some R and R, and you guys can take turns, you know, flying and steering and getting rest. Uh, but now it's kind of just open talking time for whatever you want to say or do while we transition to the second grand treasure area in Stroom's Hair Desert. Hmm. Um, I know there's something I want to do, but Jake, you said you want to do something first, or? Yeah, I want to use that one spell I have to try to see what Felix is doing. Okay. The screeing. What's the, what's the spell? The scrying spell? Scrying. Screen, scrying. Scrying. Screeing. <laughs> the scray. Scray spell. Scrying. You can see in here a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it. If a target knows you're casting this spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. So, because I only know him secondhand, Seth gets a plus five. And the ring isn't technically a possession of his, right? That we have? No. No. That was Paul's. So then, Seth gets a plus five to it. Okay. Well, you set up and you try to start meditating try and 
find and see and hear Felix. But as you try, the spell immediately just, it's not connecting even without a saving throw because you can tell that he's not on the same plane of existence as you right now. He's not on the prime material plane. Well, that rules out the library. (laughs) (laughs) So he is currently not on this plane. But who knows? Try again tomorrow. Maybe he will be. Lame. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Peterson, what did you want to do? I want to wait till there's a time when I can find Darian alone. Preferably when it's quiet. Okay. Probably like nighttime. I'll knock on the door to his... Does he have his own quarters? Uh, Yes, he does. Okay, yeah, I'll knock on the door. Uh, come in. Total one. Do you have a few moments? Uh, yeah. What's up? I walk in. What's he doing when I go in there? Um, Darian's just kind of going over his stuff, and you can see he's kind of just winding down. He's kind of getting in some more comfortable... Uh, attire, I guess you could say, uh, because of everything that's happened uh, with the dreams, and he doesn't dream it, like can't dream anymore. He, um, he just meditates, so he he doesn't look like he's going to bed. Like he looks like he's just trying to get comfortable to to meditate for a couple hours. Okay, I am going to pull out a chair and climb up onto it and perch onto it because otherwise you wouldn't be able to see me over the table. And I'm gonna um. I'm strangely nervous for this conversation. I'm going to untie the mask off my head and put it on the table. Just so he kind of picks up the unspoken cue that this is something Peterson has kind of like thought about saying. Definitely an unspoken cue, you know? <laughs> well, now now it's a spoken cue. Um, <laughs> and he's going to pull out a little satchel that he has with him. That is looks like it's empty, and he's gonna hold it upside down, and there's gonna and he dumps out some apple seeds onto the table. He's gonna say, "Tall one, did you know that goblins can eat apples?" I mean, I never thought about it specifically, but I would assume so. They're omnivores, aren't they? We definitely prefer meat. We are a carry-on species. We. You were so small, we usually eat what's left over by larger predators. But every shaman... Well, I guess I should first ask, did you also know that goblins used to be a nomadic species? Um, yeah, they used to, there are so many aggressive um, tribes, from my understanding, who kind of roam around and operate a lot like bandits. I know there are some others, I'm assuming, like yours, that Try to be a little more civil, but there's still bandits out there. To be entirely honest with you, I don't understand what sets some tribes apart, why some settle and some still travel, but our tribe used to be a nomadic species as well, and we used to follow the same paths every two or three years, and our ancestors would find the ripest trees and eat the apples there because... Food was not always easy to come by when we migrated. And as a rule of thumb, 
The shamans would collect as many seeds as they could carry, and plant them along these paths, so that generations to come would have food the next migration they would take. Darian, I understand the loss you have experienced with your father. But what really matters is that his name lives on in you. In this analogy, you may think you're in the next goblin tribe or the next generation. But you're really the seed that I believe will save your people. And I'm just going to kind of put the bag at the edge of the table, slide the seeds back in, and say, Rest well, Darian. And I'm going to put my mask back on. I'm assuming Peterson is getting up to leave, and as he does that, Darian says, Peterson! Yes, Tarwan. Thank you. Don't mention it. And I'll walk out of the room. Darian sits at the table, um for a little while longer thinking about that and we cut to zippy zippy are you getting ready for your bed do 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 da 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 done <laughs> nice i'm going for bed too james how about you yes bedtime is now time but i need to steer this ship because I get stuck with the evening shift. Aren't you glad you're doing something responsible for once? Not really. Instead of hiding in the cellar like you used to do? I never I never did that. At Gilbert's Mansion, I was... For w- shame. I- <laughs> we saw your stool down there and the crummies. Did you tell him about that, Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Last time I trust a hawk fox. Yes, well, maybe still. Yeah, where's that are... hawk fox? Hmm? Where's that hawk fox? He's right here. He's sitting on that table. Hmm. Pepper just turns his head. I cast and looks Awaken. At you. What? I cast Awaken on the hawk fox. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what is... I cast Awaken <laughs> on the hawk fox. <laughs> Please read Awaken for the listeners while I also double check this can happen. Is this is this a new spell? What is this? <laughs> oh, no, it gives I, it I, intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I can target a being with three intelligence or less and then turn its intelligence to ten, and I can also give it the ability to speak one language I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the language? And 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 everything? Oh, sorry. Is does, does he have three or less intelligence? Yes, Pepper has three and less intelligence. She is not the most intelligent hawk fox. So for 30 days, she will be charmed by days. the awakening spell. Um, Pepper, I awaken you. Uh, it speaks uh, the language of dragons, draconic. Why? <laughs> <laughs> only only Lara could translate. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> you were about to hear her speak. Even your animal uh, speak thing doesn't work on her. Yeah, but I no, I no, I know Draconic. My character oh, Zippy knows Draconic. Oh, damn. That, that makes way more sense. Okay. I have to know the language to give it the ability to speak that language. 
you see magic starts swirling around Pepper as they slightly levitate off the table. James and Yogurt kind of cover their eyes from it, from the blinding light. It's like pretty much when uh, in the classic movie Shrek, when Fiona transforms at the end. It's like that. And da-da-da-da-da. But Pepper looks the same. Does she stand up on like two legs now because she's more intelligent? Yes, Pepper stands on their back legs and has their hawk hands just at their side and is just looking at you. And Darian and Peterson, you hear in the distance. What a job of that show up. Pepper, nice to meet you. Oh. I've awakened you to be more intelligent for 30 days. Use this time to learn everything you want to know about the world. Whoa. But remember, you're under my charm. Don't you try and run away. I like I like staying here. It's real fun. I like it here. What would you like to know about the world? Oh, think about it. The world. Hmm. Why isn't there upside down parts? Well, there are upside down parts if you do this. And you, I turn my head upside down. <laughs> oh, I'm learning so much. Look, you're going to have to be a bit more... Are you sure your intelligence is 10 if you're laughing at silly things like that? I have a sense of humor. I guess that's true. Look, your job is to to give Darian as much companionship as he needs. Hmm? He just lost, lost his father again, in a way, and realized some terrible things, and he needs some comforting. And that's your job. You're his pet. What's a father? It's what Darian is to you. It's someone who cares for you and raises you. But I'm fully grown. Look at me. Do, 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 do. I, they do a little dance on the table. <laughs> perfect, Pepper. Perfect. In, in, Keep dancing. In the, in the distance, <laughs> in the distance, you're still just hearing like. Darian will love that. Why draconic? <laughs> <laughs> to be a companion to someone who doesn't speak your language. Darian will love that, and uh, I you should try and talk to him on his level all the time, as much as you can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Learn from him. He's your father now. He'll take care of you. For 30 days, remember. Where, where, where do you keep the treats? That's the thing I want to learn the most right now with my new brain. Ask him. That'll be one of the first things. Okay, here I go. Can I go now? Go for it. And you see flying into your room, Darian, uh, just is Pepper, and they land on your bed, all fours, and they just look you right in the face. Oh, hey, Pepper. Just uh, getting ready to meditate for a little while. And and they're putting their hands to their mouth like they want to eat food. And they're like, nom, nom, nom. I think that might be... Is that... Is that draconic? Is that what... Why are you speaking draconic? You haven't said anything up until this... What is going on? They turn their hand quizzically and they're like, what? They don't really understand you either. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Dijuki uh... Tsibaka Nom. Now, <laughs> I know who did this. Dinkochi, Dinkochi, and then it starts jumping on your chest. Okay, like you keep, you keep like try- touching your mouth. Are you hungry? Yeah. They they grab your finger, your pointer finger, 
and they start pointing it up in the air, and they're like, Nyah. And then they point it to their belly. Mm. <laughs> Nom. 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 So you're hungry, then. You want to eat something. And I do a similar, like, eating gesture. Go do go. Look, I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume that's a yes. Let's, uh, let's get you something to eat. And I think I'm going to have some words with Sippy. Trita! <laughs> and I, uh, I go get her a snack, and then, yeah, I don't... <laughs> and they start happily eating it out of, like, a little bowl in your room. Yeah, okay. Um... And we could just say there was a, a confrontation there, I guess, and just <laughs> okay. kind of move on with the day. And you uh, go to meditate in your room, uh, and Pepper kind of passes out after eating so much. Um, Zippy, you're ready for bed, and you crawl into bed, feeling good about the day, pull the covers over, and you sleep and go to snooze town. Nothing could possibly happen to me while I sleep. Never. And you find yourself, whoosh, you're in the white space. And you see Paige is there, as always. And Paige is playing patty cake with the black ball now. It's a black ball with, like, Mickey Mouse-like legs and shoes and two little kind of, like, arms with noodle arms with hands. And they're playing patty cake, but it has no head. Oh, not you two. Oh, Zippy! Yo, Hio! Good to see you! Man, are you just always sleeping? I mean, right when I am. I mean, I take lots of naps, but yes, I sweet. I maybe I should see a maybe I should see a doctor or a cleric. Yeah, good luck taking anyone who'll take you as a patient. Okay, wow. I thought we were betrothed now, and not, and we were over the the roasting of each other. Well, I'm gonna play patty cake. You can go sit over there and do your own thing like usual. Okay, blah blah blah. Okay, wait, patty cake, and the orb stops playing patty cake and stands up and runs over to you. I stare it down. It's, uh, it starts clapping and, and like starts jumping up in excitement and points at you. Uh, and then it starts fanning out like pointed stuff. Like it's like pointy stuff near his head. Like his hands are kind of in a shape trying to make pointy ears from where a head would be. He's like, points at you, ears. Points at you, ears. Uh, I push those ears down back into its bolly form. It's kind of creepy. And it starts, like, shaking, uh, shaking it off. And then it points at you and then puts hands near its head and puts horns and points at you and puts horns. Like, curls its fingers to make kind of like horns, like a goat horn. Uh, I push those horns back in its head. <laughs> and it's like, it shakes it off and kind of stamps its feet in frustration and says, or it doesn't say anything, but it points at you and points at the ground, does horns. Hmm. And then it holds, it grabs your hand and holds it like one, like puts one hand underneath and one on top. It's like holding it intently. Okay. I, and I'm just like, this is stupid. And the orb is just like stamping the ground in frustration. And then kind of puts its arm up into like a muscle position. Like it's trying to flex its bicep and points at it and, and then points at you. 
I'm a strong bunny with goat horns and ears. Very nice. And then it like spreads its arms out like explosion and then starts doing cartwheels. And then it cartwheels over a distance and then points at the ground again and points at you and then points at the ground like it wants you to come over. Ugh, I walk over. And then points at Paige and you and points out like tries to grab Paige's shoulders stands her in a spot and then grabs your shoulder zippy and kind of moves you to a spot just across from Paige so you guys are kind of standing uh, like five feet away looking at each other do you know what this thing is doing no I, this is a real game and I would like to go back to patty cake very fast please and uh, the orb looks at Paige and just like waves its hands like no and then it puts its hand in the air and does three, two, one. And then they shove their hands into the floor and like the floor kind of molds around their hands and latches onto something. And then it stomps like it wants you to follow. It's moving away? It's got grabbed something and moved away with it? No, it's like reaching for something that's invisible underneath the floor. Its floor is kind of moved through the white floor like water. Uh, and you guys are on either side of him now, and uh, he's, like, stomping, like, put your hands in the ground. Oh, he wants me to help him? Yeah. Uh, Paige, you first. Uh, okay. She puts her hands in, she's like, whoa, whoa, cold, cold. She's like, whoa, I feel something. It's kind of weird. It's like, it's like a rectangle, kind of. But I have, like, a Kona. I have a Kona. Okay, can you grab it up or do I need to help you? No, let me try. <clears throat> it's kind of budging a widow, but it's hard. Okay, I'll I'll help. You bend down and your hands go under and grab a you can feel it's kind of like a corner. It's like the corner of kind of a door. And you find like you can latch on to the to the wood or whatever wood texture this is. And then the orb just taps its foot. Three, two, one. And then just starts trying to lift. Roll strength, Zippy. Uh, seven. You feel it's budging and slowly. And then you see, you look at the ground as you're lifting with all your might. You see the floor starts like spreading away like water. And you see the top of a door frame, a wooden door frame starts coming up and up out of the ground. And... Then, all of a sudden, whoop, Darian's in the white space. Darian always meditates. He never sleeps. And Darian, all of a sudden, whoop, is in the white space. And this startles you, Zippy, and you drop it, and the door just goes whoop, underneath the floor again. And Paige and the ball fall on their backs, and Darian's in there. What? I didn't... I didn't go to sleep, though. I don't want to be in here. What's going... Zip, did you do something else now? It's this thing, the stupid ball thing. I can't get a single night's sleep around here. Wait, is this that... Is this that thing that Peterson was talking about when we were camping in the... In the wild, in the ravine? It walks up to you kind of cartoonishly and puts out a hand. I... Slowly grab the hand. And it starts just shaking your hand, like, violently. Like, like pretty over-the-top dramatic. Zippy, what the heck is this thing? 
I just told you. I don't know. It just follows me around and points at things. Well, what is it pointing at? Is it still pointing at things? It's, do you need to... Are you pointing at other things now, or are you just still busy Darian, shaking my hand? I hate these 20 questions. I'm no, so tired. I, was, I no, just want to sleep. I'm talking to the, to the ball now. You clearly don't know what's going on. Is it... What? Did you pull me here, you little orb thing? And it just shrugs. What, what do you mean, shrug? I don't think he likes you very much. He's much more friendly with me. Uh, okay. Well, In the distance, you start hearing a sound. It's like magical and... And you just hear a voice echoing. Hello, boys. Viso coming here. Thought I'd pop in and say hi. And the black orb is like... F- the black orb is like freaking out and it's darting side to side. And it, it's like looking at Paige and it runs over to Paige and starting to hide behind Paige. And you just hear the voice, come on, boys, it's time, it's time. And then it's time. Darian, Darian, wake up. You wake up, Darian, in a pool of sweat and you hear just Draken, Zippy, you wake up in your bed, but not because of sweat or anything. You just hear loud commotions of Yogurt and James like yelling to get everybody up. And, and... You hear a dragon just saying, P- Darian, are you okay? You went under. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I was I was meditating. I never- you feel a sharp pain in your left knee. <laughs> 40 damage. Whoa. <laughs> Peterson, you're in the room too, and you're in a pool of sweat face down on the ground as well. And Yogurt's like, he's not looking too good either, Draken. I don't know what's going on. And on your right ass cheek, uh, uh, Peterson, you feel and 40 pain, 40 damage, all of a sudden, right on that spot. Darian! Darian! What was that? What's happening? Are you okay? Something just stabbed my leg. Where? Right here. Zippy, you hop into the room. What do you want to do? What's going on? I hear some yelling. Something's happening. Oh my. Oh my god, what's wrong with Darian? Oh, something's stabbing my leg. I don't know what it is. And it's really bad. Uh, uh. Can I get you some water? I don't. There's Zip, no one around. It's something supernatural. It's. I'm not having a leg cramp. Okay. Well, did anyone take anything from, from the Mechanos area? Is we, are we cursed or, or something? I don't. No. You feel something welling within each of you, Peterson and Darian. Oh, no. And it's no. just building. You feel something building. And in your head, you start fucking hearing voices echoing. echoing, echoing, echoing. You get another 40 damage. Uh, I'm unconscious. Peterson just passes out. I'm barely conscious. Darian's holding on. Uh. Kid, kid, stay in it, stay in it, kid. I don't think that was another stab. I don't think I can take another one. Zip. I don't. Uh, I use uh, I use mass cure wounds. Okay, you use mass cure wounds. Cast it. Um, am I in the same room as them? By the way. Yeah, you're on the floor. Okay. It's a uh, mass cure. Uh, sorry, it's um. 20, 24 damage. Uh, 
healing for everyone in the room. I'm I'm literally exactly stabilized. Do I wake okay. up or do I just am I still unconscious? You kind of come to <sighs> just very briefly and you're like, oh it's so woozy. And your right ass cheek is just on fire, it feels like. And Darian, your left knee. I'm gonna cast minor illusion of a wooden crate around myself. And I'm gonna and it's it's a five foot cube, and I'm gonna move to like the corner of it. So that within that five foot cube, no one can, can know where I am within that five foot cube, and I'm and I'm going to quickly cast cure wounds on myself as well. I think, I think it has something to do with Karen. <laughs> and before you even say Karen, you just say cut, and then and then pain. Forty, you pass out. Uh, and Zippy, you see Darian just as he talks, just like fall fall into his bed. Darian. What was he? What was he trying to say? I'm, I'm gonna. Is he okay? I'm gonna poke my head out of the the crate, and I'm gonna say, "Can I reach Darian from where I am in the crate? Like if, if uh, I stick out my he- head?" No, no, you're at the other end of the room. <sighs> Frig, I'm gonna. Ah, dang it! I'm gonna run forward and cast cure wounds on him, and then I'm gonna try to dash back to the minor illusion box. Okay, cast it. Okay. You kind of slump your way like crawling on the floor. You can't really run because you're so weakened. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, 15 points so that uh, he's at least stabilized because I guess I don't know if he's dying or not and then I'm going to try to, as fast as I can, crawl back to the crate. Like, to the illusion. Yeah, I, I'm at 15 HP now. Okay. okay. Darian comes back too and Peterson, you're crawling along the floor to get back and then you feel it building again oh, no. and building. No. Zippy, as you can see, Peterson is starting to freak out. You hear clang, clang, clang in the room, in the engine part room, uh, just outside the door. I, I open the door. You open the door and look out and clang, 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 clang. You just see in the darkness a Mickey Mouse black leg and black shoe just kind of... And then it just goes into the darkness back there. <gasps> Um, can I grab my, like, journal from my, like, uh, stuff? Darian, you reach over to grab your journal to, for your stuff, and Peterson, you feel it welling and welling, and then I voices need and your voices. Help. Help. 40 damage. Ah. Do I make it back to the box, or am I halfway? No, you slump halfway, okay. and the box disappears. Okay. Did, did I manage to get my journal? You did grab your journal, and Draken's like, Guys, what is happening? I scribble a flower onto one of the pages. You start scribbling, you try to start drawing, and then... <laughs> and then you go under again. Oh, Damn it! And, I can and, speed draw. <laughs> and uh, Yogurt and... Um, uh, James are like, We gotta get him out of this clothes! They're drenched in sweat, we gotta cool him down! Jeez! And what do you say about his knee? And then they're taking the clothes off, you guys. And Zippy, do you come back to the room? Uh, is the clanging still there? You don't hear any more clanging. Uh, I follow where I saw the footprint, the, the, the feet go, the shoes. Okay, you start walking your way into the darkness of the engine room right now. And James and Yogurt rip off the clothes and they say, Oh my God, what is this? Draken, what is this? Oh, I, I've never seen... I have no idea. And you just see on Darian's knee, his left knee, 
there's just a little green kind of bud with these thorned roots kind of wrapping around the knee and they're slowly like moving up his leg and you see on Peterson's right ass cheek it's a similar thing and they slowly look like these budding flowers these small budding blue flowers And that's where we're going to end the episode.